the ability to travel through sound. We learned that the fundamental stuff of the universe was sound vibration. This was when we discovered the sonic landscapes. We learned that songs and sounds collected together pulled by the gravitational forces of theme, meaning, and vibration. Today, we invite you to explore with us as we travel the sonic tapestries and enter the soundscape.
Greetings and welcome to Soundscape. My name is Woody Harris. And I'm Susie Harris. And it's a beautiful spring day here in Atlanta, Georgia. And we're coming to you to present to you what we believe may be possibly the, the best stop of 2016. Okay. Lots of caveats there, yeah. but uh, nevertheless, um, yeah, we've, we've been taking quite a journey. We did 1976, we did 86, 96, 2006, and now we are finally up to the best of 2016. And we've got quite a show for you. It, it's really quite amazing. I, I had to dump so much good stuff on the ground that it means to me that there's no way that this stuff would, could be not liked by most of our listeners. So we opened the show with ELO, The Sun Will Shine On You. This is from the album Alone in the Universe, first ELO album under the moniker of Jeff Lynn's ELO, primarily because uh, I guess other bands, they're, they're calling them tribute bands, but I'm sure they're referring to ELO too and orchestra and bands like that. But I guess they wanted, they, there wanted to be a distinction between the two for whatever reason. Um, and, uh, so Jeff's toured with this one. Um, he didn't bring on anybody that we know, like he just, uh, it's all, uh, people that have not been previously in any kind of ELO configuration. Richard Tandy does play on the tour and Jeff is very connected to Richard, uh, of, of Bevan. He said, uh, it's been 30 years and he didn't really make a big deal of it at all. So I don't even know what happened at rock and roll hall of fame, but as you guys know, ELO was just inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for the first time. Well, I guess it's always the first time when you're inducted, but uh, it, it's been a long time coming. You'd, you'd think it would have happened before. Um, if you, you yeah, you'd think. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the fact that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is decidedly biased in who they put in and how soon they put them in and all that. It, it seems like it. It's really hard to tell. It is very I mean, annoying. this year was for me a big year, and I know that some people are unhappy that, that some other bands didn't mm -hmm. make it in, but we had Yes, we had ELO, we had Journey. Yep. All should have been in long before. Three of my favorite bands of all time, so I can't really fault them for that, but um, they did put some people in there that didn't make sense to me. Um, Such as? Oh... Was it Tupac? Yeah. It, it was a rapper. Um, so, I mean, he was instrumental. But that's in not rock. If we're going to talk about rock oh, and roll Hall of Fame, so rock and roll be... Hall of Fame, it, it, I don't have a problem with fame? rap. It should uh, be a music Hall of Fame. Popular thing. music Hall of Fame? Sure. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you are interested in that Hall of Fame stuff and uh, you want to take uh, more of a look at it, over on the Soundscape Facebook page. That's uh, Facebook forward slash Soundscape42. Um, you can join us and see all of the stuff we put in from Hall of Fame and also all the stuff we put in from 2006, which we've been kind of bleeding dry for the past two weeks getting ready for the show. So again, open there with ELO. And the next song, the one that really just Hit the ground running was Haken and 1985 from the newest album, Affinity. So the band started in um, 2007. So, wow. Been around for a while. Ten, ten years now. Yeah. This year is ten years. Started by uh, keyboardist, guitarist and keyboardist Richard Henschel and two school friends, Ross Jennings and Matthew Marshall. 
and they've had a little bit of a um, regime change, I guess you say, in terms of not not like yes, nothing like yes, but you know, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, and then they also had a keyboardist, Peter Jones, which is now why I've crawled down a rabbit hole to try and figure out if this Peter Jones is the one Peter Jones that we love so much of, Tiger Moth Tales and all of I that. I just don't see any because way it could be. That would be so awesome if he was with Haken, but I don't know that he is. I can't find it yet, so I'm still on the lookout, which is why there was a bit of a pause when Woody pointed to me because I was in the midst of the rabbit hole. I would hole. think Hemi would know a little <laughs> bit about this, so I, I call from the depths. <laughs> I summon the... Hemispherical Walter, to answer <laughs> so, our question. So, uh, keyboardist Peter Jones, and then drummer Raymond Hearn, um, and then Thomas McLean on bass. So, Peter Jones only lasted through 2008, and then left, as well as the bassist Thomas McLean, who was replaced by the lovely and talented Connor Green, who I, I now have a, a little bit of a crush on, because if you go to Haken's website, they have... Um, a meet the band section where you can um, click on each band member's head basically and get a little bit of detail about them. And Connor, his interests are hot drinks and hanging out with my cat. And yeah, I dig that. <laughs> so, so I, I'm, 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 yeah. So anyway, the one um, American in this band. Yeah. Okay. But still, but so, so, uh, so obviously the album that we have listened to is Affinity, which just it came out in um, 2016. But I think it was in like February. No, that was the press release. I think it would. It came it out was in early April. on. Though. Sorry, it came out in April. Yeah. Okay. It was early on. It was a early year on ago, in 2016. Basically. Yeah. And um, so it's pretty fantastic album. It is, I believe, their sixth album. That they've made since 2008 when they put out Enter the Fifth Dimension. So that was their first album. So not bad. That's quite prolific yeah. for for uh, for ten years. For ten years, yeah, six albums. Not bad at all. Like A little high on our list here, and that is primarily because I don't dig the Cookie Monster vocals. Yeah, you guys know that. I, I but think I, love I say the music. it every week. The music, um, though, I have to say, they they really are a powerful. Yeah creative force in prog rock and i really appreciate them mm -hmm. but when they get that cookie monster thing out i lose my taste and so it drops it very far down the list um you know if opeth was to go back to that that would drop opeth very far down the list so there you go um we're gonna push on now more music from 2016 this one coming from frost's Third studio album, just the third, Falling Satellites, um, which Jim says is his middle life crisis album. Oh, that's fun. Um, he says he suddenly realized how life, how fleeting life actually is. And it was just four weeks before he completed Falling Satellites that his his father died. Oh, so um, he, he said he'd been procrastinating for years while writing a book. He'd always wanted to write uh, when when he died. Um, but now it'll never be finished. And it made him understand, made Jim understand that every single second of being alive is precious. So the whole album is about that. Um, he says, do that thing you've been meaning to do for ages now and get it done. Get her done. So uh, we're going to play a Frost track. You know, I, I listened to this album, but I really hadn't perused the details of the album. And I discover now that 
The guitar solo on this particular track is none other than Joe Satriani. That's freaking cool. That's awesome. So uh, check this out. This is Closer to the Sun by Frost, and we'll see you on the other side.
bloodless man
Yeah, there's a good set of 2016 music for you. That was fabulous. We started that set with Frost, of course, with Joe Satriani on the guitar solo that was Closer to the Sun from the Falling Satellites album. Definitely one worth checking out. Uh, Red Bazaar after that with Lights of Home. I'll tell you a little bit about that in just a minute. And Nemrud, Nemrud, maybe it's Rude, uh, Lion of Kamajane. I think it's Kamajane. I'm, I'm guessing all of this, just guessing my way <laughs> through it all. Uh, so bringing it back to Red Bazaar, we wouldn't have known these guys had it not been for Peter Jones. And that is not the same Peter Jones that was the drummer for Haken or the keyboardist for Haken back in so uh, whatever. So, but Peter Jones did do some work for albums in the year of 2016. And that work was in the form of Red Bazaar. Now, Red Bazaar had been around already. Uh, they, um, I think it's 2007 when the band arrived on the scene uh, with Andy Wilson on guitar, Paul Comeri on drums, and Mick Wilson on bass and guitars. Uh, but as we move forward in time, we see a moment where the band wants to make a little switch. They bring in our good friend Peter Jones, and they construct lyrics around some instrumental works that they had already created. And it turns out that um, it's kind of a, a carrying on of the Storytellers a little bit. Um, the Storytellers album from, from uh, Tiger Moth Tales. Um, in the case of the Red Bazaar album, which is called Tales from the Bookcase, um, they had Peter write songs uh, that were, well, he wrote songs based on various works of literature and stories that he liked. So Lights of Home is the one we played, and Lights of Home is uh, inspired by Alistair MacLean's novel HMS Ulysses. So... That's Red Bazaar. That's that's a really that was one that I could not leave out of the list, even though I had to jettison some other really good stuff. I it had to stay because Red Bazaar. That's a pretty cool album. I really enjoyed that one. Followed that up with Nimrod, 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 whatever <laughs> the name is. So Nimrod is a Turkish prog band and uh, started in 2008 in Istanbul. Not Constantinople. Not Constantinople. And founded by Mert Gose, and yeah, I will be um, probably destroying some of these names, so my apologies in advance. Um, and he had, along with uh, Mert Alkaya on drums and Levant Kandas on bass. Uh, they, so Nemrud does come from Mount Nemrut, which is the highest mountain, um, or one of the highest mountains in Turkey. It is considered a, a sacred place, and it was the, on top of it, allegedly lies the shrine of Antiochus I, king of Comagene, or Comagene? Comagene. Comagene. That's what I'm saying, Comagene. <laughs> um, built in 62 BC, and basically the idea is it's flanked by beheaded statues of ancient gods of East and West. So, kind of, the band itself, they kind of call them gods of the mountain. Themselves gods of the mountain. And and it's based on, in their first album, it was a um, story album. And one of their characters, the main character, Mitos, passes by Mount um, Nimrut on the way oh, to, 
Mount Nemrit on the way to the underground. So uh, just so you know, that's what it's based on. So they are, um, they kind of wanted to blend the idea of East and Western music with focusing on Prague and not, not being more of a mainline rock band, but bringing in their love of Prague, but also having some Eastern influences in their music. So that's kind of where all of that background comes from. And learn more about them if you don't haven't heard of them before. It's Nemrud Band N N E M R U D Band dot com. Very simple, um, but just they're pretty awesome guys. This is a really fascinating website. Um, I would highly recommend you checking them out and checking the website out. Got some good information about them. And and we would suggest you check out all of these bands well, that we're course. playing today because this is the day that you would get, you know, a really good head for what is out there 2016. Yes. Now, in previous years, we've done numbers. Like we've said, number 30, number 29, number 28. I didn't do that this year. I, I, I did it more uh, organically, maybe, is the right way. I would say that my favorites are towards the top of the list. but that further on mean, in the show? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying my... My visual understandings in my mind, they don't pass to you guys, huh? Yeah, no. So further on, later in the show will be further the ones... Further on down the road. Yeah. Those will be the, the, the top. They'll be albums. in the top area, but there's yeah. so much good stuff. And so it really was hard to do any rating. You know, to say that any of these that we're playing now are any lower or higher on the list than the others is just really kind of crazy. But there are some that really hit me. So those are the ones that showed up at the top. The end. Towards the end of the show. You get it. You, you know. There you go. So we're going to move on now uh, with another big 2016 release, and that is from Anima Mundi. Anima Mundi is a Cuban progressive rock band. They uh, they play symphonic rock, and it, it sounds pretty clear that it's, it's very similar to what we're used to with most of our British symphonic acts. Um, they combine symphonic rock and they combine New Age and Celtic and space and traditional Cuban music all in one little package. Um, we, I don't think there's any been, been any year that Anima Mundi came out that we didn't have them in our top list because they're just they're just fantastic. We've heard from them before in uh, uh, Jagannath Orbit, uh, the Lamplighter, the Way. I don't think we did Sympentrion because I think at that time we didn't know the band, but. I, I don't think they do anything bad. I, I think they're rather fantastic. So from that album, from this newest album, which is called I, Me, Myself, uh, we're going to listen to a track called Train to Future. Because we're on a train to the future. We're going to get out of this show and finally get back into the present. So there you go. It's all tied together somehow. Anyway, enjoy the ride. We'll see you on the other side. Worry about the high tide. I don't know. I just felt like rhymes were coming. <laughs> Be well. See you soon.
Yes, that is Headspace, the science within us. We opened that set with Anima Monday, Train to Future. Mantra Vega did the Veil of Ghosts, or it's just Veil of Ghosts, actually, and Headspace there. So, Susie, tell us a little bit about Mantra Vega. Vega. Mantra Vega is kind of the Heather Finley show. And it's really the Heather Finley and Dave Persner show, but like everybody seems to have played with her at some point or another in past incarnations of things. So that's right. why I said the Heather Finley show. But anyway, you might know Heather Finley from Mostly Autumn. Um, and Dave Kersner is from Sound of Contact and... Oh and gosh. his own solo material. His own solo stuff. He's played with Kevin Gilbert, Steve Hackett, Keith Emerson, Alan Parsons, Genesis. I mean, it goes on and on. Stephen He's Wilson. been around. <laughs> so, yeah. He um and he he's a songwriter and a vocalist and a keyboardist. So of course, and Heather is a vocalist and a songwriter and does a whole bunch of others. So they are kind of the 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 two main creators of the um of the band, and then they are joined by Chris Johnson, who is the guitarist. Um, he played with uh, mostly Autumn, and is currently touring with Mostly Autumn. He's also played with Fish. Um, Dave Kilminster is on guitars. And you might know Dave Kilminster from Roger Waters' tour or with Stephen Wilson, which is... <laughs> I couldn't... I looked at his face on the website and I was like, I don't remember him from Stephen Wilson. And then I went I was looking at some Stephen Wilson stuff and there's this picture of him with, with playing guitar, head thrown back, long hair, blonde. I'm like, oh! I know who that is. So, yeah. <laughs> now I know him. So anyway, played with Stephen Wilson on the uh, Raven tour and on Hand Cannot Erase tour. Both. Uh, then we have Alex Cromarty, and he is on drums. He's also played with Mostly Autumn and Halo Blind. And Stuart Fletcher. He is keyboardist. Ba- oh, sorry, bassist. Uh-oh. Sorry, there's a sound that we heard. That Sorry, just, that was a... There's some, a groan from the bottom of the house. <laughs> which we have to investigate in a second. But anyway, so Stuart <laughs> Fletcher, bassist. He's played with U2, Rolling Stones. He's played Beck, Oasis. He's played with a lot of... So anyway, that's the band, Mantra Vega. And um, they got started... Uh, this is their first album? I believe so. I'm not. I'm not certain, but I believe it is. Um. So this is. I, I think this is the beginning of them. Basically, they got together back in 2015, and this is their first album that they've put up. So there you go. You can learn more about them on their website. It's mantravega.co.uk. All right, and next up was Headspace, the science within us, and uh, this comes from the album "All That You Fear Is Gone." But uh, Headspace, they're a progressive metal band, obviously. Um, they are primarily, the, the two main characters here are Adam Wakeman, son of Rick Wakeman. Oh. Brother of Oliver. Wakeman. I was going to say, not Oliver. Not Oliver, but, but the, not, the son, not the son of Oliver, the son of Rick. Um, and uh, Damian Wilson, former lead vocalist for Threshold. Oh, or one of the one of the former lead vocalists for Threshold. So, um, and uh, yeah, so this is their uh, third 
I think it's their third release altogether. It is their third release, although the first release was just an EP called I Am. Uh, but I, either way, um, the album, once again, is All That You Fear Is Gone. And uh, you heard it there. It's, it's, it's quite powerful. I don't always dig the vocals at times, but the, there's some really good stuff there. And so it's enough to keep it, keep it up here in the top levels. Um, yeah, I, it was one of my favorites from the beginning of the year. One of those that kind of took me by surprise. I'm like, okay, I don't know this band that well, or I haven't heard this band before. So there you have it. That's that set. And then we move on now with, uh, Lenny. Pliny, Pliny, I think it's called Pliny. Pliny, P-L-I-N-I. Yeah, I haven't gotten a confirmation from anything about it. Uh, but he is, it is a he, it's a person. Uh, fairly young gentleman, he's 24 years old from um, Sydney, Australia. And he's been playing since 2012 under this name, Pliny. And um, his first album is the one that we are featuring, which is Handmade Cities. He's done some some EPs, and he actually did what's called a split EP with uh, a musician named Situ Aye, and that was in 2013. So basically, they each had two songs on the EP, that they sh- and I guess they shared it, which is an interesting idea. I've never really heard of that before. Anyway, so he is uh, mainly focused on instrumental rock and prog metal, and he uh, kind of... Um, he, I don't know how to explain it. He's just—he's an amazing guitarist. Basically, he even has um, a praise from Steve Vai, which is a big deal, in my opinion. Well, yeah, and, yeah, and he is—I think either currently or just just get off of either. Uh, but he was headlining for Animals as Leaders, so which I think is a great band. So I'm pretty psyched about that. But I don't have a whole lot of other information about him because um, this is he's very, you know, very new in, in, in his career. He has worked with Marco Miniman before, which is kind of cool. Um, but anyway, if you there's his website is a little sparse but interesting. And so if you want to find out any more about him, you can go to Pliny, P-L-I-N-I dot co. Find out more about him. Or you can at least have a listen here and see what you think of it. Yes. Now, now, picking a song from this album was really tough for me because I really enjoyed everything I heard. Um, so you let me know what you think, but we're going to play a song called Pastures. And once again, this is Plenty, P-L-I-N-I. Plenty. <laughs>
All right, kind of a subdued set for a set that uh, uh, pr purportedly would have been uh, prog metal. But anyway. <laughs> so after Pliny with their song Pastures, we heard from Catatonia. I was wondering why I liked Catatonia so much because I hadn't really paid attention to them in the past. But I learned that uh, it's uh, Jonas Rinsky um, who writes and sings a good bit of music. Now, Jonas, I know from an album that I really liked from, I think it was last year, maybe the year before last, which is The Wisdom of Crowds with uh, Bruce Sword and Jonas, Jonas Rinsky. And that, I just really thought that was a fantastic album. So this, his voice, I guess, calls back to my attention that particular style of, like he has a kind of subdued singing for someone who's in a prog metal band. It's not even singing almost. It's kind of like a sing talking or, or talk singing. Uh, it, it's not, it does go high. It, sometimes he does some falsetto stuff, but it, it's different. It, he doesn't, yeah, I can't even say it's not singing because it's singing. It just, uh, I've dug myself in a hole here. <laughs> There's something different about his sound that just doesn't match other prog metal bands. That's what I'm getting at. His, his vocal style is much different. And it's kind of, when you think of prog metal, you think of that high falsetto, screaming, long, you know, drawn out uh, vocal progressions. And he's just kind of subdued. That's what it comes, he's a subdued. That's what kind of um, gets there. And so what we heard was residual from the album, The Fall of Hearts, which it's, it's full of weird, like rhythms. I, I was trying to, take a listen to it and find what was the best song. And it was really hard because I really enjoyed some of the complex rhythms. I heard the drummer playing in the band there. And uh, just so you guys know, the drummer is uh, Daniel. Yeah. Mulanen, 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 something like that. Uh, anyway, this is their 10th studio album. They are a Swedish prog metal band. And, uh, Definitely one that's worth checking out from 2016. We followed that up with another uh, kind of prog metal band, and that's Wolverine. And the song was Our Last Goodbye. And these lovely gentlemen are from Sweden. Hey. Hey. Uh, and were founded in 95. So they've been around for a little while. By vocalist Steven Zell and drummer Marcus Losbier. I hope I said that right. Mm -hmm. Um, they released their first EP in 99 and, um, so, uh, this, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 99. That's a good long time ago. I know. Well, they started in 95. So, and yet we, I haven't heard of them until this year. No. Yeah. So they also have, um, the rest of the band. Oh, well, they don't tell me. <sighs> Not helpful. Sorry. Uh, per Henriksen is on keyboards. Thomas Johnson is on guitars. Jonas Johnson, different spelling. Jonas Johnson. Jonas Johnson. Don't screw me up, dude. He's <laughs> on guitars. Marcus Lojbier is on drums and Stefan Zell is the lead singer. So that is the lovely gentleman. Um, and uh, la, 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 la. they are on Space Lab Studios. It was mixed in Space Lab Studios. Um, and this is mastered by Grammy award-winning audio engineer, Bob Cat. I don't know if that tells you anything about it, but I'll give you a little information. Um, but yeah, I don't know that we've really 
known about them until this year, which is they've been around for so long. If you want to know more about them, go to wolverine-overdose.com, which is interesting. <laughs> yes. There is there is a website called wolverine.band. That is not them. So don't okay. go there. Wolverine-overdose.com. Good, Good to know. I wonder, Wolverine isn't an odd name for a band, considering that they haven't mentioned anything about the character. And I guess there's a, a thing called Wolverine far before the Marvel character Wolverine came around, but it's just interesting. Especially since, you know, we just saw the release of the new Wolverine movie a little while ago. So. Which was excellent. It was. I will probably never watch it again. But Heartbreaking it, yeah. and beautiful, but excellent. Exactly. But that's a 2017 movie that we're talking about. So we're back in 2016. Let's let's go back. So as you have seen in our past three or four shows, we feature a set of live music for each year. And this year was a hard one to pull from because there were so many good live shows that were offered to us for 2016. But one of the primary ones, I would say, would be this next one. And it's our first entry of two entries from the band Big Big Train. This comes from the album A Stone's Throw from the Line, which is a live recording from 2015, actually. And uh, it's it says, and I'm not sure if this is actually correct because I think they've played before this, but it, I could be wrong about timing here. But it says that the, the show's it's it's a seven after a 17 year absence from stage work that big big trains show up here i thought there were there were concerts before this but i could be wrong nevertheless it's big big train and it's one of our favorite bands so it yes. felt like it had to be featured so had to be had to be so there were three performances at king's place and uh this album comes from those performances and we start this set with Summoned by Bells. Took a little time to find the past To walk the roads we used to know That lead us home Cherished rose, the crowd around the rain. 
Hey kids, so many great live pieces from 2016 that were released. And unfortunately, those are the only three we're doing for you. Um, I had to drop out, I dropped out the Kate Bush, I dropped out the Marillion. Um, yeah, it's too bad. But uh, if you are uh, following the Soundscape page on Facebook, uh, we'll get to some of that stuff on the Soundscape page. In the meantime, that set included Big Big Train Summoned by Bales. 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 Bales, I tell you. Bales. Summoned by Bells. <laughs> and uh, then we did the Alan Parsons Project uh, primetime. There was a lot of good stuff from this Alan Parsons Project release. This comes from the Live in Columbia album, which is uh, Alan Parsons' live project along with a symphony orchestra. And... Uh, yeah, it's a double disc set. You can also get the DVD so you can see the show as well. A lot of fun there. It's, it's a great little show. And uh, Primetime seemed to be a good one to, to play, but there was a lot of options there. Followed that with King Crimson, A Scarcity of Miracles. I didn't prick, prick. I'm really bad with English today. <laughs> I didn't pick any like real common King Crimson songs because Scarcity of Miracles is... Uh, not even one from the full King Crimson band. It was uh, like a Robert Fripp project. But either way, um, it seemed like a good one to throw in there because we don't really hear the newer stuff that often from King Crimson. I could have played Starless and I could have played Epitaph and all that great stuff, but I wanted to get something newer, I guess. Anyway, this is a three-disc box set called Scarcity of Miracles. Or no, I'm sorry, called uh, Radical Action to Unseat the Hold of Monkey Mind. Um, and, uh, it's full of live material that spans all the way from like the beginning to now kind of thing, but it's all recently done. It's a 2015 show that we're hearing from there. So definitely all worth checking out. And there are a ton of other great live shows that came out. Uh, there was the Barack project came out with one IQ, the live road of bones tour came out. So it, it's re it was really hard to make the decision, but of course I'm a big Alan Parsons fan, and Big Big Train uh, always gets high accolades from from us here at Soundscape. And King Crimson, well, you just don't get it that often anymore, and so I wanted to play that. Especially they're they're going on tour here in the U.S. Uh, unfortunately, they're very far from us, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep hoping that they make their way down to Atlanta. Anyway, we're moving into our favorites from 2016. Time is flashing by us very quickly, and we're trying to get it all done. So I'm going to move on right now to Marillion and the album Fear, um, which stands for Fuck Everything and Run. Um, we're going to hear one song from that. You know, there are several like multi-song suites, but we're going to hear the one of the songs that is just a song, and that is White Paper. Um, I'll tell you a little bit more about fear on the other side of the set here, but for now, let, let's take a little ride and we start with Marillion. Happen 
Hello again. We're getting there. We're getting there. That was a nice long set there. We started with Marillion and White Paper. That is from the Fear, F-E-A-R album. And uh, I don't know. I It's been a while since Marillion just wowed me. I love Marillion. There's no doubt about that. But they haven't wowed me since Marbles. Marbles wowed me. And so it was a really hard choice to choose to play something from Fear as opposed to something from Marbles in the Park. Which Marbles in the Park is a live uh, CD put out from Aurelian, uh, where they played all of Marbles in the Park. Thus the name. You kind of get that. Anyway, uh, that's White Paper, and um, there's there's still a lot of good stuff in the new Marillion album. It just I'm waiting to be knocked out again, and I hadn't been knocked out for a while. And and this is fairly true of the band. There are albums that knock me out, and albums that don't, and some just don't catch me. But I I can't leave Marillion out of a list. When they come, I mean, they're just one of my favorite bands of all time. So I can't leave them out, even when they don't wow me. They still make wow good me. music. They still wow me, but they don't wow me. That's that's what it comes down to. We move on from there to Gong and the album Rejoice. I'm dead. This album was made. It uh, was being worked on during the time that David Allen was alive, and it was made in homage to David Allen's death, basically. Um, thus, rejoice, I'm dead. It's a hell of an album, and uh, what really caught me was I made the mistake of listening to a second CD of the album first, and it turned out it was a commentary CD. And, and I was listening to them talk about their music, and it was fascinating to sort of get the behind-the-scenes way that they look at their music. And so when I listened to the music, it was much more interesting to me. Uh, we played Model Village, and uh, Model Village... Starts out talking about how uh, democracy or capitalism, capitalism will will hemorrhage or something like that. It was just kind of a probably David Allen just kind of talking about things that David Allen talks about. He's got kind of a weird hippie psychedelic way of talking about things, and uh, I think that's probably him there at the beginning. But Model Village, fantastic piece from that album, kind of subdued in comparison to some of the other stuff in this set, but. Still, it caught my attention, and it's probably one of the bigger tracks off of Rejoice, I'm Dead. So definitely one worth checking out. Um, there was something else I wanted to tell you about. It. Hang on just a second here. Oh, maybe just that Steve Hillage is actually on track two on the album. Um, and uh, yeah, there's not, there's not a lot of original members in the band on the album at this point. Um, of course, David Allen being in there for tracks 4, 5, and 10. Um, and then uh, Kavas Turabi does the vocals, and he is uh, from Cardiacs and Knife World. So, And uh, Dave Sturt on bass and vocals. He's from Jade Warrior. Fabio Golfetti, that's a name for you. Guitar and vocals. Ian East did the sax and the flute. Cheb Nettles, drums and vocals. And then, of course, we have some extra guys. Steve Hillage, Didier Malherb. Malherb. I don't know how to pronounce his name, and he plays the du the Duduk Duduk. I don't know how that, I don't know what that is. And uh, Graham Clark on violin for track one and eleven. So really good stuff. Uh, certainly surprising to to hear Gong make an album post death of David Allen with them planning. The interesting thing is they just they planned it. That's interesting to me. It's fascinating to me. We followed that up with Thank You Scientist and Psychopomp. So this 
lovely band from Montclair, New Jersey, uh, is a, as described in the description from um, Prog Rock Archives, a seven-headed rock ensemble, which I quite appreciate. <laughs> it's definitely a Hydra. Yeah. Uh, they started out in 2011. The There's their first album called The Perils of Time Travel. And so they have the new one, which we heard from, and that is Stranger Heads Prevail. Um, they do have, it's a pretty great album, and I have a, I have a big thing for, you know, big band um, instrumentation. So anything that has horns or, you know, saxophone, trumpet, violins, any of that stuff, that makes me happy and I get all excited, so. This this is right down my um, my comfort zone, my love zone. Um, they have definite jazz and fusion influences, along with their the prog rock that they do. Um, they, basically, the there's seven people. It's Sal Morano on vocals and Beard. I'm not sure how the Beard contributes to the music, but you never know. Uh, Tom Monda on uh, guitar, Greg Colacino on bass. Odin Alvarez on drums, and that is a fabulous name, by the way. Odin Alvarez. <laughs> Russ Lynch on violin and viola. Um, Ellis Jasenovich on tenor and soprano sax, and Andrew Digrius on trumpet, flugelhorn, and synth. And the fact that they have a flugelhorn in this band is <laughs> fabulousness. Uh, they do have a website. It doesn't have a whole lot to it, but you can hear... Um, clips from their from the album and they do have the tour because they are touring at the moment um you can get an idea of where they're going to be next and they're touring in the u.s so that is thank you scientist.net you can find out more about them there excellent it is it is a fantastic album and uh i think the best al- song on the album is the rube goldberg variations but everything there is great and we played rube goldberg variations before so i wanted to play something new for you Oh, and I have to say, sorry, um, I read that wrong. Uh, Greg Colacino is not on bass any longer. It is actually Cody McCrory, and he also plays theremin. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, we finished that set up with Cosmograph. Now, this is definitely one of my favorite bands of the last 10 or so years. Uh, the new album is called The Unreasonable Silence and certainly does uh, deserve a lot of respect. Musicians here, Nick DiVergilio. Nick Beggs, oh, Dave Maros, Richard Haunt, or Rachel Haunt, uh, vocals for uh, Unreasonable Silence, Four Wall Euphoria, and Relativity, and Robin Armstrong, who is uh, the primary like caretaker head cheese of uh, of Cosmograph. I'm sorry, but it has my two favorite Nicks. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of favorite Nicks. Maybe we should do a show for favorite Nicks. Oh, that would be a good thing. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. Uh, the album is actually a sort of contrived existential concept album about Camus' uh, myth of Sisyphus. So we heard Arcade Machine there, and uh, generally when Cosmograph do an album, they do a concept album. Uh, but uh, Myth of Sisyphus, 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 <laughs> it's a really hard, I don't know how, he, like, I wonder if when he was writing, he was like, I'm going to call it Myth of Sisyphus. Yeah. <laughs> He says, it's essentially a more modern retelling of Camus' writings about mankind's struggle to understand the universe and our role within it. 
Camus described man standing face to face with the irrational longing for happiness and reason, which leads to a confrontation between the human need and the unreasonable silence of the world. So there you go. That is Cosmograph. We're getting close to my favorites of the year. And, and by favorites, I simply mean those are the ones that are going to get the most play. That doesn't mean that they are the best. They're just for me. They're the best or they're the ones. I, I should mention the fact that I might not be on. Yeah, Susie's much. about to take an escape pod to go make some Easter dinner Easter stuff. dinner. So I will be in and out. So I might miss some of the chat. So sorry. Yeah. We're still here. And, and if you should have questions for Susie, if you're like, she's always gone at this time. Always gone. All you have to do is come in the chat and say, hey, Susie, and I'll tell her that you're here looking for her. Yeah. Unless, of course, you do it over and over again, in which case she will just continue to make the macaroni and cheese. <laughs> all right, guys. We're moving on to one of my favorite artists of all time, and sadly, he is no longer with us. Um, does he count as Prague? That's a question that exists in some people's mind. But for me, he's a very progressive artist, and that is David Bowie. Uh, um, in the year of 2016, we got our last, well, it won't be our last taste of David Bowie because it seems that there's a vault full of stuff that he has set release dates for. That's so cool. Following his death. That is awesome. So it's similar to David Allen in the sense that I'm going to go, but I'm going to leave this stuff going. So the new album was called Black Star. And we're going to hear my favorite track off of it, which is called Lazarus, which kind of fits in with the whole theme of things. Um, ready to shake the theme of things? Here we go. David Bowie, Lazarus. Thank you. 
side led me to here Looking for an avenue to simply appear Getting up again I heard a voice It said it
Wow, what a set. What a fantastic set. We started that set with Lazarus from David Bowie's Black Star. Uh, the Deer Hunter after that with Gloria. Now, I, I, it took me a while to really get into The Deer Hunter. This is volume five of a six-volume set. And uh, it, it's basically the story of a, a child called The Deer Hunter, and you watch him as he grows up. And this is the fifth act of that play. This album is the fifth act of that play. 2006 was when Act 1 came out, so you got a 10-year ten, ten run of Deer Hunter that you can check out. There's a lot of good stuff on this album, and uh, it just took me a while to come around to these guys, and I guess it was because the, the name, the Deer Hunter, really just kind of like, ugh. It didn't hit me right. I don't know. You know. I don't know if you've had those bands where it's like you hear the title of the, the, the band or even the title of the album, and you're like, uh, why would I want to listen to that? But it, I really enjoyed exploring the the new album as well as some of the past catalog really got into some of the stuff last year and it's just kind of grown on me so gloria is certainly not the only good song on the album the whole album is as a fantastic melange of crazy stuff i mean it's like alternative and prog and rock and it's all kind of just thrown together and it's it's kind of a a melting pot of good stuff it's it's really worth taking a look at um, this band is from uh, Providence, Rhode Island, and it's a project from Casey Crescenzo. Crescenzo. It's a hard name to say. Crescenzo, um, who was formerly of Receiving End of Sirens. That's the name of the band, the Receiving End of Sirens. But yeah, anyway, you can go and uh, check out on Wikipedia. They give you a whole story about how we get to Act 5 here. Um, uh, Casey said that the next album from The Deer Hunter will not be in the act series. So I guess he wants to do something kind of outside of his project because he's still got number six to go, which he said originally it was going to be a six-act a six act set of, of music. And so I, I'm sure that he wants to get back to that. But I, I can imagine after a little while, you're like, oh, I don't get to tell this other story. So I don't know. We followed that up with Tony Patterson. It's actually Patterson Air. And uh, the name of the album here is... Equations of Meaning. This is the second album from Patterson Air, Pat, Tony Patterson and Brendan Eyre. Um, and uh, some interesting stuff to it here is that, uh, well, you've got Nick Magnus on the album, for one thing. Nick Magnus, of course, who's worked with Steve Hackett, John Hackett, got his own solo stuff. Um, also along for the ride are Andy Gray on guitar Andrea, Adrian Jones on slide guitar and guitar solo on one track only, and that's from Nine Stone Clo Stones Close. Um, Doug Melbourne on Morpho Synth, Mofo Synth, Mofo Synth solo. I'm pretty sure that that's got to be something called Morpho. Could be wrong. Sioban Magnus, which I assume is related, maybe wife, I don't know. And vocals on number five, and Fred Arlington on horn and sax on a few tracks as well. So, um, yeah, just a great little band. Not a lot I have to say about them because I'm learning about them myself, but uh, they really caught my attention this year. And we haven't really featured them, so I wanted to give them a chance to to show up. And then perhaps my favorite track of the list, and of course, since we're going getting closer to my favorite tracks of the year or my favorite albums of the year, is Car Mechanic, who are from Malmo, Sweden. Uh, this is a project from Jonas Reingold. This is kind of his own project. Of course, Jonas is from the Flower Kings, uh, where he does the keyboard work. Um, this is the mm, the fourth, the fifth, 
uh, big album from from uh, Jonas Reingold's project here. And uh, he has some things to say about it, so I thought I'd, I'd tell you. This is on the Inside Out website. Um, uh, basically, he said that the album was inspired by a Carl Sagan book. Um, he talks about, uh, let's see, uh, I got my inspirations to start writing DOT, D-O-T, when I stumbled upon a text by the famous American author and astronomer Carl Sagan. He was talking about how small and insignificant we are in the vast universe. Of course, that can sound like a cliche, and a lot of things have been said about our existence, um, universe, and why we are here, why, where we are going, when it will end, when did it start, what's the purpose of it all, and so on. But he put it really elegantly in this rather short text, so I never looked at it as a cliche. The inspiration for him was actually a picture of the Earth that Voyager 1 took in 1990 from the outer areas of our solar system. I guess you guys remember that. It's the pale blue dot that many people have sung about. Um, the Earth appeared in the picture as a small pixel, like a pale blue dot suspended in a sunbeam. And, quote Carl Sagan here, Look again at that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you ever heard of, every human being who ever was, lived out their lives the aggregate of our joy and suffering, thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines, every hunter and forager, every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilization, every king and peasant, every young couple in love, every mother and father, hopeful child, inventor and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species live there on a moat of dust suspended in a sunbeam. <clears throat> Obviously, that's not Jonas's words. That's Carl's words, but it kind of puts together why this was so important to him to, to do this album. Um, the, the track we heard was not really about that. <laughs> uh, the track we heard was Higher Ground, which is um, more of a piece about, uh, it's a mini epic about his upbringing and the good and bad things about growing up. <coughs> Sorry, got some like stuff in my throat. I don't know what that was all about. Okay, anyway, here we are. So that's Car Mechanic, and we're moving on now because we have we've hit our mark, and yet I'm still not done. So let me continue so we can be done um, so that you guys can hear what I think are the best, the greatest, the best stuff from 2016. We start the next set with the Colin Tench Project and the Sad Brazilian.
Are you feeling it yet? Are you feeling it? Love of 2016, the best, the best prog music in 2016. So that that was a really fantastic set. Of course, we have the Colin Tench Project with the Sad Brazilian. Uh, this is the first time we've heard from the Colin Tench Project, although we've obviously heard lots from Colin Tench in the form of Corvus Stone and a bunch of keys and um, yeah, and he's got another one coming out for the Colin Tench Project, so that's very exciting as well. Uh, basically, he says about this one that if you had put it together in such a way as to have two 30-minute tracks, you would have had quote-unquote prog. Um, so he, he's calling it like prog before prog, but there's no reason to do that because it's fantastic and it, it fits our definition of prog anyway. Um, yeah, so let's we, we don't need to make any bones about that. Um, oh, I, I followed that up with a preacher and uh, or preacher. And for some reason, I didn't get my information together for this one. But I, I can tell you that I've really been impressed with Preacher. Uh, the album, in this case, I think it's their first album, actually. The album is called Aftermath. We heard the second of the nine tracks there. We heard Welcome to the Fray. And if you're really paying attention, and if you're not, you can go back. But if you're really paying attention, there was, there was evidence of Doctor Who theme in the guitar solo. And it was kind of off key, so it's just a little bit, a little bit separated from you know the understanding or awareness of it. But it was there. It just made. And it's the first. It's not the first time I've heard the song. It's the first time I caught it and go, oh, oh, there's another doc- Doctor Who's all over Prague anyway. But that that was pretty awesome to have happen. Um, so once again, that's Preacher, and definitely one of my favorites of the year. It, it's a set of music that's not like it doesn't have the epics like Prague albums usually do, but they definitely have a lot of nods to Pink Floyd and then, of course, a nod to Doctor Who. Which, by the way, I hope you guys all got to see last night's episode, New Start of Doctor Who. I'm not going to talk about it here because you might not have seen it yet, but uh, it was worth seeing. It was good. Had some scary moments that were appreciated. Um, Moving on from there, we did Airbag, and this is the album Disconnected. We came out in 2016. We heard Sleepwalker. Um, airbag doesn't need a lot of explanation because we've talked about airbag a lot here, but primarily this is a band that has taken Pink Floyd to its logical conclusion and carried it forward. That's the best way to put it. And that, that's kind of what Bjorn Reese, the guitarist wants to do anyway. Uh, so that's Sleepwalker and that's another fantastic track from 2016. We're almost there. We're almost to the end. We've just got a few more songs left. Um, if you had been told, if you had told me I was going to be hearing this band this year, I would have been su- surprised. And if you told me that this band was going to make a really good album this year, I would have been even more surprised. And that band is Kansas. Kansas put out a long-awaited and almost perfect album this year called "The Prelude Implicit," um, full of nods to classic Kansas while still going in a forward direction. It's fantastic stuff. We're going to hear a track from it called Crowded Isolation. And uh, if you haven't picked up this album yet, I'm going to encourage you to pick it up. But first, listen. You know, listen. Make sure you agree with me, but I think you'll agree. Here it is. Anyway, we're headed to... Well, we're headed toward the end in this set, so uh, listen close. (laughs) I don't know what else to say.
He's the lucky man, but we are the lucky fans because Big Big Train has a new album coming out in uh, it's very short time now. It's it's very soon. Um, it's called Grimm's Bound, um, and uh, very much looking forward to that. But there you have it. The best of 2016, minus a few really good things that just didn't make it in the list. Um, that last set was, uh, where did we start there? We started with uh, Kansas and Crowded Isolation from the Prelude Implicit, a fantastic piece of music. Um, followed it up with The Pineapple Thief, the final thing on my mind. This is from their newest album, which is called Your Wilderness. And uh, surprisingly, it features... Um, a fellow from, um, <sighs> Supertramp doing the string arrangements. And that's pretty exciting. Um, there was another thing to tell you here and I've forgotten now. Oh, and, and that, that other thing is that Gavin Harrison is doing the drumming. Woo, Gavin Harrison. We were, we were just talking about the fact that, uh, unfortunately we may not see Porcupine Tree at least for a while do anything new it would be really nice but these guys are all kind of on their own off doing their thing and uh gavin is an additional musician here on the pineapple thief album so the the, the gentleman from super tramp his name is jeffrey richardson um he does the string arrangements so good stuff all around and then of course finally and it's hard to say what's the favorite but big big train certainly got stuck in my craw for the year and uh, that was Brooklyn's from the Folklore album. And yeah, not much more we need to say about Big Big Train. We've said a lot, um, except for the fact that they are a fantastic band and they have a new album coming out. It's very exciting. Yay. Okay. So we are just cresting the hour oh, here, yes, coming close to it. And on the hour, we need to be headed to do our Easter thing. So, um, yes. just a, a quick thing here, um, for those people who are fans of soundscape and fans of prog music, um, I was thinking that prog stock was just kind of, it was happening. There was nothing to it. No, that it's an indie kind of thing. It's, um, a funded kind of thing. You need to go to their website and help them fund right now. They're only at 9%, but I mean, the lineup is going to be phenomenal if it can happen. Um, and I was looking for the lineup in front of me here, and of course I'm not finding it. But I, I can tell you that it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I can't, I don't know it right now, but I know it's it's tangent is in there, and I know there's a few other really great bands in there. So uh, please join me in helping them get to where they got to get to in order for us to be able to see this show. I really think that if if we can all come together, it could be a great gathering. Um. Also, we'll be back in two weeks with our uh, Poetry and Prague episode. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, we've got more coming after that. Um, we will be here every time in May. There are no, no breaks that will stop us from playing. So there you go. Uh, if you want to follow us, please follow us at, at SoundscapeDJ on Twitter. Uh, you can email us. Well, I, I want to say you can email us. You you can try to email us. There's problems with our, our email still. But you can try to email us, soundscape at progrock.com. And finally, we will continue this exploration of 2016. All that stuff that fell to the cutting room floor, all that stuff that we missed, we'll it will playing. be continued in the Facebook group. And that is Facebook uh, forward slash soundscape42. 
number four to answer to life, universe, and everything, all right there on our page. So I have the schedule for Frog Stock, if you wish me to tell you what it is. Yeah, you could you could tell you a little bit, yeah. Okay. Uh, so on Friday, because it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And it's October 13th, 14th, and 15th. Yes. Uh, first off, Rachel Flowers, Peter Jones, and Francis Dunnery. See? There's a Glass Hammer 25th anniversary show. Okay. Saturday, uh, there's uh, several bands, but Echolin okay. is the main is playing from 9 to 11. And uh, Isles. Okay. Circuline, Resistor, and the Tea Club. Okay. And then Sunday, Cell 15, Third Degree. Uh, there's a Kevin Gilbert retrospective featuring Nick DiVirgilio, Don Carr, and L- Lloyd Landsman. Then Car Mechanic and the Tangent. Woof. Seriously, guys, stuff. we've got to get on this and make this happen. This is a big thing. Uh, this is uh, kind of Central America area, right? It'll it's, be in New Jersey. Oh, it's New Jersey. Never mind. It's Rahway, Rahway, New Jersey. Well, we want to go to the East Coast and see these bands, so yes, we want to go to, the, to New Jersey and see these bands. So please uh, join us in funding Prague Stock 2017. You can find information at pledgemusic.com forward slash projects forward slash Prague Stock. Well, there you have it, folks. Our 2016 retrospective is done, and we're going to play you out. And what better way to play you out on Easter Sunday then with Easter from Marillion, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a tradition, I think, that we play Easter on, on Easter. Um, but this is from, uh, which album is this from? This is from Anorak in the UK, which was done in 2002. So here's a live version of Easter. Thanks so much for listening to us. We will return in two weeks. And we appreciate your attendance. Yes, we do. Have a fabulous day. Yep. Here we go, kids. Easter. Bye-bye.